Welcome to the Digital Dilemma Podcast, Episode 5. You're listening to The Digital Dilemma, serving up a healthy dose of the latest news and insights on all things social media and digital tech with your host, Wayne Denner. Hello and welcome once again, my friends. How are you? Good to have you back on The Digital Dilemma. Happy Christmas. This is episode five. My name is Wayne Denner and the idea is simple. Each week we take a look at the latest smartphone apps, technology gadgets and the latest news from the world of social media. Don't forget if you've got any questions or topics you think we should cover on The Digital Dilemma, please do drop me a tweet to at Wayne Denner or send me an email to podcast at waynedenner.com. This week has seen me finish up all of my school speaking gigs for 2014. It has truly been an honour to get out on the road, visit schools and help make an impact in the lives of young people throughout Ireland. For that, I am incredibly grateful. I have met some wonderful young people, teachers and support staff along the way over the past 12 months, all of whom are trying to make a difference in the digital world which our children are growing up in. Of course, over the past 12 months for parents, there has been a number of changes and advancements, especially around the area of social media and smartphone apps, which their children are using. This is really where the idea for this podcast came about, helping to empower parents um, in relation to some of the dilemmas which they are facing on a daily basis when it comes to technology. So thanks very much for you guys to tuning in to the podcast every week. You may have noticed a slight improvement on the sound in this week's show, have you? Well, that's because I've invested in some new gear, a new mic and a new digital recorder, which I am really, really excited about. It brings a whole new level of sound quality and it's also going to enable me in 2015 to get out onto the road and interview some parents, some teachers and also some professionals involved in the world of social media. My book, The Student's Guide to an Epic Online Reputation, is also getting out into the hands of young people. Many parents have purchased the book already for Christmas presents and stocking fillers, which I am hugely excited about. That's getting the message of online reputation out to the young people who need to hear it most. Don't forget, if you've not got a copy of my book yet, you can pick it up from waynedenner.com. This is an essential guide for all young people who use social media and the internet as well as a guide for parents looking to keep up to date with the latest smartphone apps that their children are using. On this week's show we're taking a look at once massively popular social networking website Bebo which is making a return. Do you remember Bebo? I unfortunately do remember Bebo. We're also taking a look at anonymous based smartphone app Secret. Now Close your eyes and cast your mind back to 2005. The social networking landscape was a lot different than it is today. Outside of the US, there was no Facebook. Facebook was an American college student's social networking platform, confined, at least back then, to the other side of the pond. But we had Bebo, and in its height, Bebo was bigger than MySpace. Remember that? At its height, Bebo had a user base of over 40 million monthly users back in 2008. Bebo was extremely popular here in Ireland and it sold to AOL for a massive $850 million in 2008. So how did Bebo work? Well, most of us will remember, but in case you don't, Bebo users had a profile where they would post blogs, photographs, music, video and questionnaires which other users could answer. Additionally, users could add other friends 
and send them messages and update their personal profiles and be notified uh, when friends updated things about themselves. Kind of similar to how social networking platforms work today in 2014. So Bebo has made a return. Well, kind of, but not as its former self. The original owners of Bebo bought back the site in 2013 for a small sum of $1 million and have just relaunched it as a chat-style app built around your own avatar, which is controlled by hashtags. Strange, I hear you say. Yes, a little. Let's take a look at how it works. Well, you create your own avatar, which you can then customize with hairstyles. And actually, there's one similar to my own quiff, which I'm pretty chuffed about. You can change your skin tones, eye color, facial features, clothes, and accessories. Once you have your avatar up and running, you can then start to find friends to chat with, similar to how you would on popular messaging app, WhatsApp. Now, here's the twist. By inserting hashtags, this will result in images of their avatar performing an action. So typing hashtag slap, for example, will bring up an image of your avatar slapping your friend's avatar. Hmm, the slap one I'm not really sure about. Now, it looks like the idea of using hashtags is to express yourself. On the app's launch screen, Bebo is a chat with attitude, according to the Bebo creators. Some hashtags launch pop-out applications. So, for example, typing draw lets you doodle right on your chat window. Music lets you send a song while messaging. And location, of course, lets you show your avatar on the map so your friends know where you are. Now, I've been playing with the app for a few days and I can see already how teens, particularly younger teens, might find it fun, especially with the use of hashtags, which are extremely popular on all social networking platforms. It is early days for this app, but as a parent, it's another one to have on your radar. If you've previously been a user of the original Bebo, and I know many people listening to this podcast were previous users of Bebo, well, in 2015, in January in fact, Bebo is planning to release a new app which will allow users to retrieve old photographs which they posted to Bebo. So that's one to keep an eye on and we will of course keep you posted on the Digital Dilemma when that app is available. Now, over the past few months, there's been no shortage of smartphone apps claiming to offer anonymous-based features. As a commentator and reviewer of many apps and social media platforms, when it comes to social media and anonymous-based apps, I don't believe such a thing exists. As social media users, we have to assume that the content we create, once it goes online, has the potential to come back to haunt us. And we've seen all too well examples in the past where this has just happened. One such app which is trying to reinvent itself is Secret. So what is Secret? Well, Secret is an iOS and Android smartphone app, which in a nutshell allows people to share messages anonymously within their circle of friends, friends of friends, and publicly. Now, every secret, which is a post, comes from a friend, but you have no idea who. Users can discover secrets nearby or from people around the world. When users like or heart a secret, as it's known, the secret spreads throughout their friends. 
Secrets get shared by users hearting them. This is how they spread via the platform. As with other smartphone apps, which we have discussed on the program, there is of course a location-based element, which allows users to tune in to secrets from those around them by enabling the nearby location element. To create a friends list within Secret and to see your friend's secrets, you need to give the app access to your contacts. Now with the revamp of the app comes some new tools which have the aim of, according to an article in Wired.com, facilitate more frequent anonymous connections among users. According to Secrets co-founder, we believe that no one should ever have to feel alone and they should be able to put themselves out there even if they feel like they're not in a majority. The new update to the app gives users more flexibility but with more of a focus on one-to-one messaging, letting users connect on anything they may want to discuss further and with more privacy. But taking a leaf out of Snapchat's book, uh, after a day of inactivity, these chats actually vanish. With the app, users can now access new categories, secrets from friends, secrets from your city or school. Could this be the way a secret is now going to grow its user base with the new categories? So what sort of stuff gets shared on secret? Good question. Users are sharing anything from school secrets to rumors about their friends, but users are also sharing personal secrets and um, things that annoy them in the world they live in, their place of work or their school, or to use it to poke fun at friends or people they know. The app is very popular with teens, particularly younger teens. The real area for concern for some of, on some of the messages is what is being shared. For example, I am feeling lonely, being one such example, which I have come across. As we've seen with other apps, Bullying can also take place. As a parent, it is important to become aware of the app which your teen is using. Talk to them regularly about social media and how are they using it in a responsible way. Tell them that what they post online may come back to haunt them one day. And if they come across something on the app which makes them feel uncomfortable or upsets them, they can come and talk to you about it. Conversation is key. This app is certainly one to watch and over the coming months it'll be interesting to see how it is being used. But one thing's for sure, this space is getting increasingly crowded with many apps offering similar spin-offs to create and entice users into the messaging world with an anonymous based aspect. But does such a thing exist? Users need to proceed with caution and parents be aware of this and other apps which their teens are using. Each week on the show we plan to cover one or two new smartphone apps which teens are using. So if you've got any app which you think we should cover on the show, please do tweet me to at Wayne Denner or send me an email to podcast at wayandenner.com. So let's take a look at what's been happening in the world of social media with my quick rundown on this week's social media news. And kicking off our news on this week's Digital Dilemma, Instagram reportedly worth $35 billion by Citigroup, who have just raised the valuation of the photo-sharing smartphone app. Now that's some serious coin. Instagram, it's said, has now more monthly users than Twitter, was acquired by Facebook in 2012 for a cool $1 billion. In an update this week to the app, Instagram has added more new filters and features. And it's been happening for a while, but according to a report from Frank N. McGid, Associates Inc. via Bloomberg, shows that Facebook's popularity among younger teens is in serious decline. According to a study in 2014, 
88% of 13 to 17 year old social media users in the US were on Facebook, a drop from 94% in 2013 and 95% in 2012. Some of the reasons for this decline of Facebook's popularity among teens is their perception of the site's safety. According to the study, only 9% of those surveyed described Facebook as safe or trustworthy. It is also not much fun, according to users in the survey. Twitter is working hard to improve user safety by making harassment reporting easier and faster and by making its blocking feature more effective, the company announced recently. Now, to report abuse or harassment, Twitter has made the process easier and faster, especially on mobile. It is also easier to report inappropriate behaviour towards another user. A big plus for at least me is the blocking feature on Twitter. They have now made it so that blocked accounts can no longer view your Twitter profile. There is also a new blocked accounts page that shows you all of the accounts that you have blocked, which you can access from the settings menu in twitter.com. And finally on the social media news roundup on the digital dilemma, as it's the holiday season, Facebook thought it would be nice to launch yet another new app. The new app called Stickered for Messenger is available now on Google Play's store and is coming to iOS very, very soon. Get ready for all those Christmas and New Year sticker selfies. And that about wraps us up for another edition of The Digital Dilemma. It has been an honour to have you listen to this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed the past four podcasts. I'm going to be coming back in 2015 with even more new content to help solve your digital dilemmas. Don't forget you can get your hands on my book, The Student's Guide to an Epic Online Reputation. It's available from wayandenner.com, priced at only $9.95. It is an essential read for all young people and teens who use social media and the internet on how they can protect and manage their online reputation. It's also a useful read for parents looking to keep up to date with some of the latest smartphone apps that young people are using today. Don't forget if you've got any questions or topics you think we should cover on The Digital Dilemma, please do drop me an email to podcast at waynedenner.com or send me a tweet to at waynedenner. Have yourself a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year and I'll see you on The Digital Dilemma very soon. This episode is over, but thanks for listening. Check out Wayne's new book, The Student's Guide to an Epic Online Reputation, available from waynedenner.com. And follow him on Twitter, at Wayne Denner. We'll see you next time on The The Digital Digital Dilemma Dilemma with Wayne Wayne Denner. Denner.